Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today is February 21st, and we are coming to you live from Tampa Bay, Florida, where the Yankees participate in their spring training, which is an event where the players train in the spring for the summer, for the baseball that's about to start in the summer. This is Talking Yanks. Let's talk Yanks. What's up? Welcome. Thank you for joining and listening to Talking Yanks. We appreciate it. We are excited to sit down and bring a full-length episode. We've been doing the mini-episodes every day, but I feel like there's stuff happening, kind of, for us there is, because we're in spring training. want to tell you guys all about it. want to have some fun. First, got to tell you about all the special people that helped make this episode possible. It's a lot. It's a lot. We got a lot of cool people this, this episode. We got... Todd W. Last name. Guess his last name. Todd, 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 Todd. W. That is his last name. Oh, wow. Just a one-letter last name? Yep. Do you think that's a lot? Do you think people have he that? He owns the W Hotels. Oh, my God. Thank Congrats, you, Congrats, Todd. Todd, Todd if, you wanna up, well. if you wanna up your pledge. We'd be fine. But We'd you're be. fine now, too. Yeah. Okay. Helen L. Hensley. Very formal nice. name. She's, she's gonna go place. That's a Helen Hensley. No, Helen L. Hensley. That's her mother's Helen Hensley. That's her writing name. Oh, okay. Josh Pruitt. Yep. Michael Hall. Didn't I do Michael Hall last time? I called him Dexter. I said he was a killer like Dexter. Uh, I think Michael just got two shout-outs in one. I dreamt that, but yeah. No, I did. I did. Bruce Maine. What's up, Bruce? How you doing? Brett. Brett. No last name, so I'm going to assume that's Gardner. Shout-out. Yeah, I'm going to assume that's Brett Gardner. Shane Robinson. Wow. Yeah. Wow, do you think Guardian that's like a? You think that's a hate? That's a hate thing. Like these guys, I fucking hate these two. Yeah, I think he was excited to put Shane Robinson because we knew, we knew. Oh, you don't oh. think it is Shane Robinson? Um, I'm privy to some information that I can't tell anyone about. Okay, James Landis, nice. Christina Rachel, recall, and James Matthew Gonzalez. JMG. JMG. Thank you. Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. You got in at a good time because when Jake and I are in the same exact place, we really like to do as much as we can. So we have some special things that are Patreon only. We recorded one yesterday. That's going to go up Patreon only. We have the contest, as always. We have the lineup contest that's going to be decided in a couple days. Yeah. We have a raffle that will happen at the end of the month. Winners of both those get a jersey. So if you want to be eligible for those, do the Patreon. Patreon.com. We got some people watching live. Yep. We got the live chats going. Jar from Oz, Melissa, Scott, Sean Corby. Sean Corby with an extra shout-out today. Was working the camera today. Give him a follow on the Twitter sphere. Do it. We got him above a buck fifty. Now we're going for two bills. Whoa. Um, and he was the secret creator behind the tweet like Clint shirt that's just gone viral as yeah. all hell on the internet. Yeah, we'll get into that. And also, there's something else that I've been like trying to film behind the scenes, like a vlog style of right. the trip that's going to be Patreon only. Uh, a lot of behind the scene videos. So good time to get in. We appreciate it. You guys are super, super helpful to uh, what we do. All right. We got some talking to do, Jake. Oh. Mixing it up this week. We're going to do talking. Okay. Yes. Yes. We have the news. Okay. The biggest news of all. Machado is no longer a conversation we need to have for a while because he's going to go to San Diego and become irrelevant. For at least a couple years until they have to eat the contract and send him somewhere else. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, it's. I think all around this is a good thing. Question mark. It's good for baseball. Machado got paid. Mm-hmm. I know people are still uh, a little angry with the timing of it all, but like, get over it. He he got what he asked for. I I think like what's better would it would it be better if he signed January seventeenth sister's birthday and got two hundred eighty million and is like yeah I wanted three hundred uh, but I landed at two eighty uh, no he got his three hundred he was looking for it's this second biggest contract all time I know you could go into inflation and blah 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 but the dude got paid good good for the Padres for kind of going for it a little bit if not this year and the next couple years but uh. Yeah, you're kind of right. Um, probably irrelevant for a while. Do you wish the Yankees made that offer? If the Yankees made that offer $300, $300 million for 10 years, would you be excited, worried, uh, a little cautious, or or would you be upset that they spent too much money, like our friend Jacob, the little kid who went viral? Right. I'd, I'd be okay with it because, I'm, I mean, Jim, we went into this offseason and we said Machado... Harper or Corbin. And the reason we said that was because if they got one of those guys, it was essentially them going full Death Star. Brian Mm -hmm. Cashman gave us the Death Star thing. Um, Right now, the Yankees are the favorites in Vegas to win the World Series. But if they had signed one of these guys, they would have been head and shoulder favorites. Um, And now... I mean, they're they're in the mix. I mean, it, we'll see if the Red Sox are back and what kind of magic they have. I mean, their bullpen is depleted now, but Houston's going to be back around there. They they've still got some bodies. Um, whoever comes out of the NL, so uh, you know, did Cleveland pull something out of their butt. So I I don't know. I just think it's kind of like what we said coming into this offseason. Like the Yankees had a chance to go for kind of like a death punch, like mm-hmm. Harper Machado. Yeah, Corbin half just because we needed more pitching necessarily, um, but yeah, I I don't know if the Yankees had given Machado this contract, I would have said like, whoa, <laughs> ton of money. I hope he stays healthy and he's good for a while. But mm-hmm. it'd also be like we would be head and shoulders the favorites to win the World Series this year, and now we're just and we'd be like forehead. Fuck, we'd we'd be saying, well, fuck the money. Who cares about the last two years? Let's win it let's now. Get next some three. dubs. Yeah, let's so, get two in the next three or something like that. Yeah. We should still do that, by the way. It sucks. I mean, it doesn't suck. It's it's a little bit of a bummer because you thought they were going to spend, spend, spend. Um, it, we did say like it might be a failure if they don't get those one of those three guys, and they're not going to get one of those three guys. It's seeming it looks a lot like that. There's just more room for error. Like if you had Machado and he gets hurt or something, you're like, okay. I mean, that is what it is. But right now we've got Tulo, guy who put a dent in the scoreboard today. Um, also has been made out of glass and hasn't played good baseball in about three years. I got worn um, down. And then Hal had Hal had that whole quote, which I know he was just doing the media song and dance, but basically saying we didn't need any infielders and they signed <laughs> two infielders, so people were running with that. So yeah, I mean, it's you and I have. 90% mentally come to grips with like these are the guys we're going to war with and oh. we are the we are the favorites in Vegas but i think there was a 10% in the back of our heads like something could happen yeah but i got worn down and and people are like they're out there like the stamina of it all like fighting the good fight like oh, they're so cheap we should have got this and there there's are points to be made like the old days, they would have got these. Now they care about the luxury tax and how much they spend, and they're trying to do it a little different. They still spend a lot of money. But I just got so beat down right. that I, I when it finally happened, don't care. I'm just glad I don't have to hear it anymore. I'm with you, but I kind of want to flip it a little bit. Give me one day of Harper. Give me the... Give me the r- Rumor has it the Yankees are willing to offer three fifty, and no, then it's just gone four hours later. There, Harper's zero chance. Like I just, I just want to see that buzz happen for four hours and watch it come crash get, down. And that's get it. get Heyman or Andy Martino. Yeah. You pay him five bucks. I'll tweet it for you. I'll t- has he been? Has Heyman been there? Heyman, I don't know. The last thing I heard about Heyman was when they extended Severino like 12 hours before that, he said, looks like they're going to go to arbitration. There's been no talks of extension. And then less than 12 hours later, they signed the extension. If John Heyman was at spring training, I would just get as close as I can to him and whisper rumors. Yeah. Well, we kind of, we saw him stumbling around. Weird guy. Oh, 
Good for him. No, he's just creepy vibes all Good around. Good for him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ve- yeah. Vegas, he was creepy vibes all around. Machado, we'll hear from you in a while. Yep. We're going to see Padres uh, come to the stadium this year, Jim. Yep. Cool. 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 Great. See you we'll then, get, man. We'll, man. Get, we'll get some wins. Mm. What else happened? This this was cool. This news about Britain and Boone. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't heard, news came out that in game three, was it game three? Yeah. Game three of the ALDS versus the Red Sox when Severino went out for that fifth inning or fourth inning. I forget what it was. I want to say it was fourth. I don't know. When he came out and he shouldn't have come out, Britain wasn't available that game because he had needed to get an MRI in Boston and they were keeping it quiet. I think D-Rob also wasn't available. I think that came out. Like I think the bullpen was really hurting. So they tried to get an extra out of Severino, and that is why Severino went out there again. Now, there are a bunch of other guys. They could have just given Lance Lynn a fresh inning or you mm. know anyone else. So I'm not totally excusing right. the bad decision-making, but there was another factor that we didn't know about. The cool part about this story is Cashman went up to Boone after the game and said, you can tell the press about Britain, that he's unavailable, that he needed an MRI and all that. And Boone right away said, I don't want to ruin his free agency. So he didn't. He never told anyone that. And Boone got ripped apart. I still think Boone played that wrong. I don't think this is excuses putting Severino back out there. But it is nice that he protected his player in that moment. And Britain came back to the Yankees. Britain loved everything the Yankees did. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, though, because... All right, so we... We love this from the the Boone protected his player standpoint. Britain came back. I mean, Zach Britton feels like he owes Aaron Boone something by kind of not revealing that before his free agency. Um, and that's that's really cool. And I, for a first-year manager to kind of just take that lump and have your players appreciate, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll cover your back if you need it. I was a player, mm-hmm. you know, I respect that. Um, I think what's interesting about what you're saying with, with the Lance Lynn thing, if he had thrown Lance Lynn out there, I think then it would have been, why didn't you go to Zach Britton or someone else? And then he might have had to blow the cover off that. Or I know, maybe it, he I just know it's eat. not a perfect excuse, but or the, maybe the media would have said, why didn't you use Zach Britton? Yeah, I don't want to go you back. I don't, yeah, I don't want to go back and, but you can't. Throw Severino out there again just to dodge the question. <laughs> yeah. Severino, everyone in the stadium. Well, I guess I guess that's the thing. You say that, but would you rather Lance Lynn at that point had been pretty poor for us for a while. He he hadn't been good, Lance Lynn, for a while. So do you go? Do you go to Lance Lynn for a fresh inning, or do you go to Severino, the guy that's supposed to be your ace for a new inning? I mean, honestly. Said he probably gave you the better shot at the time. He still got roughed mm, up. Do you remember everyone in the stadium like gasped when he ran out of the dugout for that inning? I was there. I was yeah, like, oh, I, this cannot be happening. I, I I feel like the emotion would have been the same. It just would have been targeted at Lance Lynn, and then it would have been. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. I still think it was a mess up, but I, I it's nice to hear that Boone protects his guys. And Britain came back to the Yankees, and Britain also had quotes saying. He loved. He liked that the Yankees respected him as a person, understood they were getting a rehab guy, and when he was going through his, his mishaps in that first month, they weren't like, come on, dude, we fucking traded for you. They're like, all right, get it all out, you know, work yeah. through it. They knew that. He also liked the daycare, as we know. Loves the daycare. Huge Free daycare. daycare. Uh, speaking of, like, Yankees just being a good organization, Yellick was just on with the starting nine guys, and they asked who has the best spread. Mm. And all the players were like Yankees by far. Oh. Like they have five stations of food in the New clubhouse. York. Yeah, it's New York, and it's the New Yankees. York. Someone even said, I think Bauer was like, "It's the Yankees, man." Like that's just what they do. Marlins don't even got food. <laughs> Oakland doesn't. Have, Oakland has vending machines that the players have to put money into. Yeah, Yankees have five business. Yankees have five stations of different. I've been giving out business lessons recently. Your most of your business lessons are just telling people what business is. Yeah, it's just yelling business. Mm-hmm. hoping they figure something out so I could say, yeah, that sounds good. Another little update we got Mm. from these press conferences was that Judge was asked, like, is there any player he wanted? I don't know if he was asked or how this was provoked, but he ended up saying he was praying that the Yankees got Ottavino. That was the guy he really wanted. Do you think this is true or Judge is just, like, giving a fact? He's like, "Eh, I'm usually pretty boring. Let me give him something fun today. Um, 
I'll say this. I think Judge is a smart guy. I think he could say, you know, Adovino could have went to the Sox pretty easily, and he could have been the closer over there. And if he really has figured out everything with his slider and two-seamer, that could have sucked to face. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the bullpen is dynamic. I think Judge saying that <laughs> is kind of covering up for the team a little bit. Like, yeah. I, I bet if Judge had his way, he wouldn't mind maybe splitting up him and Giancarlo with Bryce Harper. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they didn't want to spend the 350 mil. Um, so I don't know. It's it's a nice quote, and it's also a shout-out to Adovino, the new guy on the team, being like, yeah, this dude's got filthy stuff. It's just Judge being a leader. Yeah. He covers he covers the offseason. What do you know about Aaron Judge? Well, we're best friends. We'll get there. We get. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We have. I. I don't know. Know how much more news we have. Tulo looks good. Everyone's talking about how good Tulo looks. Even right. though there was a picture of him looking like he hasn't done a upper body workout in years. Could have been an ill-fitting shirt. Wow. That's what I. That's, you're usually go with water weight. Wow. I go with this shirt. Doesn't fit me. They. Good. They came out today with a. He lost a little weight. So yeah. maybe, maybe you're right there. Bingo. We got two bones removed from his feet. So yeah, they're counting that. Him and him and Greg Bird chatting it up. Um, yeah, Tulo looked good. We saw him take a little BB today. Um, Broke we'll, the scoreboard. We'll get there. Yeah, he put a little a little mark in the scoreboard uh, again. And I, <laughs> I, I, I think I gave a little speech on talking Yanks before. Maybe it was John Boy and Jake Radio. But my tw- my twenty percent fanship thing that skews how you look at things. I mean, now I have to start rooting harder for Tulo. <laughs> like I. Part part of my soul didn't fully believe in it. Now I have to. So I hey. already heard that uh, that Swift has already been that that the tide has already turned. Where people I've had people treat me like I think Tulo's going to surprise us. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, because our eggs are fully in his basket. Right, now. you went from we had a shot at Machado slash Glaber could probably do some good things to now it's no Machado option. So you slid your meter from forty percent on Troy Tulowitzki to fifty five percent, and we're. We're rooting for the guy. If, if he's healthy well, and at, everyone's saying all the right stuff, and if it's true, it has a chance to be real cool. Um, I'm not going to fully buy in until I see him healthy, playing well during the major league season. So, Gardner starting left fielder, Tulowitzki starting shortstop. You and I both refused to believe that was an actual plan all offseason. We laughed at people. I would like, there's no way that's the actual plan. Turns out it's the actual plan. We're dumb. I think you could say not necessarily with left field. Um, Clint is a big thing. My boy Clint getting a lot more love. Clint's a nuisance, dude. Um, can we can we talk about that stuff, or is it just like do people he's my dislike? Best good friend. Um, I don't know. Me and Clint are such good friends now that I feel bad. We we heard rumors. How about that? Sources? No, it's confirmed. We we, we heard started. rumors. I already tweeted it out. Okay. So, <laughs> so so we today. Speaking of Clint, Clint is such an interesting character, and we're gonna get to Gardner. Gardner responded to the Clint comments. Day one, Clint comes out with his shoes. They were all tweeting about it. We saw Lindsay Adler, Brian Hoke, all taking pictures. We're like, what are they taking pictures of? Clint has these Nike, they're Jordan ones. I don't know what the name of the sneaker is, but there's no cleats on them. They're right. just basketball shoes or running shoes. Essentially. They're just sneakers. Like turf shoes almost. Yeah. And then he was asking Brian Hoke and Lindsay, like, I want to get someone to put spikes in them and de- wear these every day. Right. Because baseball cleats don't exist unless you got to invent your own. They're not baseball cleats. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to invent his own. Hey, I want cleats. these to be baseball cleats. Well, they're not. You, there's a whole, okay, but I want them. To but be. see this wall over here, Clint. These are all baseball cleats. Yeah, you can just wear any of these. No, no, I want these sneakers. Put metal in them. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get it. But those aren't made for you to play baseball like, yeah, in them, Clint. Sa- save that kind of stuff. Like I'm kind of it here for that stuff, but that's for after a 30 home run season. <laughs> like you can't do that yeah. now. It's like Bull Dorm. Like you can't have fungus on your shower shoes right. until you're in the show. Anyway, so day one, it's all cool. Everyone's tweeting about it. He's getting tons of love about his new sneakers, all that. Day two, they're doing, they're doing run, uh, running drills, space running drills. And we show up, and Clint, everyone's stretching, and Clint is the only one still running. And we're like, why is what's happening here? And they're like, oh, he showed up late. They, 
like got it like they said like oh you're gonna show up late not gonna be on time like it was like a a talking to and he was wearing those shoes that don't have spikes and he's doing a running drill on the dirt and they were like what the fuck change your shoes so he had to stay late and change his shoes he's just man you know what he just doesn't get it a little bit i mean that's if if we see him again, like I think if he hits thirty home runs, we're like, ah, you know, Clint's kind of a weird guy, but all right, we take it, you know. Um, but again, like with how last year went, and I know it was a weird injury and a very serious injury nowadays. Where, <laughs> I mean, if he had concussions in the eighties, who knows <laughs> what they would have let him do? Maybe he goes out there and he plays and he plays awful. Maybe he would be good. Um, I mean, I I compared it and I don't try to do this in a mean way, but I compared him earlier to our former intern, your little brother, Luke. Like I've, I've, you know, he's, he's a little younger. You still do stuff that's aloof and it's, I don't know. You just look at that younger generation, even more aloof, even though you were probably kind of in the same area code, but you just look at younger people that way. And it's like, I like showing up like spring training. And especially these days of spring training, Jim, not for nothing. They're, pretty lackadaisical pretty easy you have you go and you do outfield drills which is like you feel the you feel the couple balls you don't have to throw them in hard or anything it's very they're not testing you like these are the early days of spring training they're doing 20 minutes of outfield drills that are very casual a common fan or even a not common fan or someone who's never really played you could probably do okay in them. <laughs> like you could get by in these drills they're not really testing you and then you take a little BP, and then you finish the day with some light base running. Like, they're not trying to push things, because if they did and someone pulls a hammy, they're like, yeah, they were really pushing us. That goes viral, and everyone's mad at them. So you had a couple things you had to do. One of them was bring spikes to the running drill, and he didn't do it. So he shows up late with the wrong shoes on, which sounds like someone telling a story about their little brother, and he, he got a stern talking to, and he did the quick change out of his shoes, and then he had to run a couple. And when I say run a couple, they were doing secondary leads and rounding second. So, again, punishment. <laughs> I don't think it was punishment. I think it was just finished. You didn't get the same reps in as everyone you else because you reps. were late. Yeah. So get your reps in. Anyway, yeah. that's all there is to say. It's just He's it's my just, best friend. I hope he plays a huge part in this season, but like you said, Stay under the radar, maybe for once in your. You're not. You haven't. You're. Yeah, like, like how that was what I said to you. Like, I'm, I'm rooting for Clint. I think he can be really good at baseball. But like, how can you not come into this spring training and be like, hey, let me go to work, do everything right, and put myself in the best position to be that starting left fielder? Which we got the Gardner response. But the what led us down this whole conversation was, we have been saying like we don't think the Yankees were gonna have Tulo and Gardy starting. I think we're still, we've still got a chance to see a lot of Clint Frazier, and we still do have a chance to see a lot of Glaber Torres, who was seen fielding at shortstop today. So, well, we still have time to see how this all plays out. Gardner responded to the, to the quotes of Clint Frazier wanting to be the left fielder, wanting to take over once Gardner's done and all that, and Gardner had the best Gardner response and the best response and was like, well... Of course, every guy should want that. When I came up and I was fighting with Melky and Johnny Damon was here, I wanted to take their jobs. Yeah. And if Clint came into camp and he was okay with going back to AAA or being a fourth outfielder, that would be something would be wrong. It was the perfect quote, and it's so Brett Gardner, and it was perfect for the situation. And I just think the other thing that we need to mention before we start getting into kind of our days and what we've been doing down here and things we can update you guys on about spring training uh, Brett Gardner was getting a lot of love. Like he might have oh, been getting the second most love to crowd, judge. Crowd loves Brett Gardner, yeah. Um, I Didi, Didi too. Didi Gardner, judge. Crowd loves Didi, but he's been doing you know part part of the work. Um, I think Gardy's getting extra love because people know that this is his last year as a Yankee. Pretty much. I think he's a main. He's been a mainstay, so the yeah. casuals know his name. Um, what did I want to say about? Gardner having that attitude is the same thing when you like CC says when someone asks him how many wins he's gonna get. 
He's like, 40? Why would I tell you I'm not going to win every game? It's just so stupid. Why would I come to spring training and want the AAA job? 18 and 7 would be good. Like, no, that's not an athlete mentality. That's the attitude the Yankees want to pass down to these young kids, and there you go. That's why they're doing it. Bing. All right, let's move on to Our Days in Tampa, which is brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. They are the reason we are down here. They are the reason... We were able to bring you all the content. Reason, they're the reason why you got jerseys. you got to have a conversation with Clint and I got to have a conversation with Judge. They have a ten dollars off discount right now if you use the code name code name discount code. No names, all caps, no space, no, no names. names. And the reason why is because they sell Yankee jerseys with no names on the back. I think that with the ten dollars off, you can get them for ninety bucks. A majestic. It's a nice. real jersey. We've been wearing them all week. If you've seen any of our videos, those are the jerseys. So We got they're, from they're affordablejerseys.com. They are sponsoring all of our spring training content. Go get, go get yourself a Guardy jersey and then be like, yo, like I like Brett Gardner, but I'm saving this for the next guy that's going to be 11 because mm-hmm. it's probably going to be like a big-time prospect. So mm-hmm. you're, that's kind of doubling down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you can be like, you know, yeah, Guardy's the heart and soul of the team. But then like if Florial's legit, like, yo, that dude could be 11 because right now he's rocking 92. The affordable jerseys guy told me that a lot of he sold, he was selling a lot of Adam Adovino zero jerseys. And I was wondering if there's just a lot of people out there that are excited because they've never, oh, yeah. they've never seen zero on Having a jersey. The opportunity. Like they're not specifically Adam Adovino fans, but they right. just like, oh, zero. I've never seen this before. Let's get this. Right. Probably got, it's got every number. Now they have to get that. So go, go, if you're thinking about it, it's, it's a really good deal for a legit jersey. Go check it out. They're, Day good. And we're not even supposed to be doing this, but Dugout Mugs, they've been helping us out a little bit. Check them out if you haven't heard us talking about them somehow. Um, They're in the gift shop. They're legit. All right. Go get everything. Spring training. I want to say this. We probably have a ton of listeners that are coming later in spring. Right. And I don't want to be mean or I don't want to disappoint them. But anyone that's, that's planning a trip next year. Yes. These workout days. You don't want to come to them. Come come at another time. <laughs> no. You're not going to want to be here for this. So last year we did the last week of spring when games were going on, and right. this year we're done the first week where there's the workout days, which are free, free parking, free entrance. Right. You, gotta, you can't bring any food or drinking, and they sell concessions, so they make money still. They are... Better than the games, in my opinion. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna, we're probably doing it perfect right now, where we're doing three workout days and three games. Yeah, it's probably the best way to do it. These workout days, it's, it's so cool because it's so calm and casual and relaxed. Yet there's Judge, there's Stanton, that's hanging out and watching the BP. And the drills is almost just as entertaining as the, what the product you get from a spring training game. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The only thing you're missing from a spring training game is like Aaron Judge hitting a home run in a game, which is very cool and would probably be a higher peak mm-hmm. than anything we've seen. But honestly, this this is great. If you're if you're looking to plan a spring training trip, Come down. It's it's free to get in the building. It's free to park. You get pretty close to the players. You're not going to see a live game, but um, you're going to see the dudes. We got to see some some good BP the last couple of days, and, and we are going to catch some games. So yeah, do we're bragging about planning our trip because we didn't know if we were going to come the first week or the last week, and we're very happy with the first week. Yeah the the BP session yesterday or two days ago, day one that we got here uh, Wednesday. Tuesday, actually. I'm all messed up. Tuesday was awesome because it was the first BP session, first full squad workout they had. Yeah. And Cashman was out there just answering calls nonstop. That was badass. <laughs> just nonstop on the phone. And and when he wasn't on the phone, he was just talking to Sweeney Murdy, talking to Joel Sherman, talking to Dono, talking to a bunch of people. Him and Clint talked a little bit. Every beat reporter was up there. Brian Hoke, Lindsey Adler, Eric Boland. Uh, who else was around? Meredith Morakovich was there. Harvey. Coley Harvey was there. And they're, uh, Cuddy. They were all just standing around. So it's like, oh, these are all familiar faces. And then you got Boone out there. It was cool. It's cool to see everything going. And they put Judge, Stanton, and Gary in the same I think thing. that was strategic for the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I mean... The power those three have, 
dwarfs any other combination of three on the team, Glaber was hitting bombs. There's only one other guy that could. There's only one other guy that could get in that mix and not feel bad about himself. Who do you who do you have? Voight? Voight. Yeah, because we saw Voight take BP. We saw Andujar. Andujar was hitting line drive ropes, but but they're. They it's pale, kind. Yeah, they pale in comparison to what Judge Stanton and Gary were doing. because So Judge Stanton and Gary, they cleared the entire stadium and the scoreboard a couple times. Like Tulo, yeah. Tulo hit the scoreboard today and put a black dot in it. And you can see that tweet all over Instagram and Twitter. You can see that posted. Think about people are celebrating that. Yeah. Judge and Stanton cleared the scoreboard above it yeah. with ease. Bingo. Barely swinging. And they, they cleared the batter's eye in deep center, too. So, I mean, those were those are like casual 450s. Um, and the next group after them was Higgy, mm. Billy Burns, and Clint Frazier. Squad. And those guys. I mean, it was just rude to see them after the other guys. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, those humans can do that. These humans can do... They're professional baseball players. Really at the, good. At the top yeah. level. But they could not yeah. do that. Like, Glaber put on a pretty good show, but if you saw the other guys, you'd be like, yo. Glaber was the only guy not working on his opposite field swing. Yeah. It could just be a today. Like, tomorrow he could come out and do all of yeah. But it was funny. Everyone else was working all sides, and Glaber was like, not just going to... yeah. It's going to pop, 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 Yabo pop. season. We did some ball hawking. That's a video that's going to come out. Yeah, we'll have that come out. I'd, I'd never done that. Um, it was kind of fun. A lot in of the fashion started sweating. In the fashion, we did it. I've never done it. We were actually like had a mic on with a glove yeah running jake did it jake's round we were i ran a lot well i had to run with you because i was filming i never you. did it yeah yeah jake didn't get any balls but he did get hit by a ball uh, i got one yeah he got hit by a ball which he's claiming as getting yeah i gave it to you i don't i'm not i don't even I count like, oh, that here she comes boop i don't even count that one because I picked it up I was the holding ground. the camera, too. So when we said before that, if you're holding the camera and you catch one with your shoulder, that's three. Yeah. So I got three. You got two. It was a good game. It's a great game. <laughs> Jake has... You're watching at home? Jake has laces Ooh. on his shoulder from this yeah. Voight home run. It hit the wall behind him and then just pegged him. We have the video. It'll come out soon, so be on the lookout for that. Ball hawking is... Well, I say it all in the video, but it's it's more fun than it should be. Yeah, for us, it was like our cardio workout, and we're still young enough that it's like, okay. Like, I think if we were a little older, they'd be like, like, we had the, we had no, the microphone. No, if we didn't have we the, clearly being silly. If we didn't have the microphone, we'd be, right, but I think, I think still if we were a couple years older, even with the microphone and stuff, they'd be like, really? But like, people kind of got it enough. Yeah, me and this one kid, we, we boxed each other out at you one point. You threw some bows. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciated the He hustle. was probably like 12 to 14 years old. Big boy. Uh, yeah, he was filled out. I'm going yeah. 14, to 14, 15 range. Okay, for the 14, 15 range, yeah. Uh, what else happened, Jake? The vibe was cool. Vibe was cool. If you haven't been down to Tampa, um, they've got some side fields there. Uh, so guys are going between the side field and the main stadium. We stayed mostly in the main stadium. And yeah, they did these light warm-up drills. The crowd goes wild for them. They did some outfield drills, and then they took BP. Um I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think. What what else do we need? What else I think do we the only cool thing was at the end of the second day, uh, Judge came over to sign balls, and we were standing right. over there, and he came like right up to me. Didn't know. Well, he didn't know I was staying there, but I just, I just asked him a question, and he kind of did a double take, recognized me. It was like, what do you call me? Big dog. Videos big, out. Videos out. It's my pin tweet. Of course, yeah. it's my pin tweet. The cool part was, so he was like, oh, what's up, big dog? He gave me a handshake. And then I asked him to come on the podcast. He said, no, but you guys do a great, you guys do a great job. You don't need me. That's right. a lie, Judge. Don't yeah. lie to my face. Judge, don't. We yeah. could definitely. Don't piss you, on my head and tell me it's raining, Aaron. Could, he could probably piss on my head. He could uh, piss on our heads. Yeah. Easily. Easy. Yeah. So easily. Yeah. You just have to arc it a little bit <laughs> that up. That sucks. Yeah. Um, this lady behind me goes, he knows you. How does he know you? That's yeah. cool. And I said, well, we do a podcast, so he, he must have seen some videos and stuff. I said, but I'm just finding out. I just found out that he knows right. me, so I'm kind of... We're doing this together, kind of, Kind of on cloud nine, so pardon me if yeah. I have red face. I, actually, I wasn't that blush because I kind of... He's liked some of my tweets before, and it's like he doesn't like anyone's tweets. It's like, I think yeah. the videos go around, but that was definitely cool. I wish you would have said yes to coming on the podcast. Yeah, and he couldn't tell you were blushing because your face... 
Yeah, that's I mean, looks like it's on fire. That's the best part about getting yeah. sunburned. No one knows how much I blush. That was good code. And while while you were doing that and hanging out with that guy, and Judge was looking for me, he's like, "Is Jake here? Is Jake here?" We the camera's off. I want to piss on his weird. face. I want to piss on that kid. <laughs> um, I hate that guy. Um, I was over trying to take selfies with Clint, which was nice. Um, which was a delightful time. Um, nice guy, and I think uh, I, I think for a while last year we gave Clint kind of this spazzy personality. I think he does have this southern kind of Atlanta, Georgia kind of casual personality. You could see in my cool video that came out with Clint today. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. It's it's just really cool. Like, can we give if, the context? Whatever players you like, you can just you see a side of them you're never gonna see. Like Austin Romine taking BP and doing stretching, that was kind of cool. Also, Romine had some pop, and then he was being sexy with his stretches. I like that. Gary Sanchez basically falls asleep. You know how you do a stretch yeah. and you hold it for 30 seconds? Gary falls asleep from second two to 28 yes. and then wakes up back up. Gary hits the pose. I'll be asleep. Oh, yeah. Let me know when the next one is coming. Um, it's pretty pretty cool. Uh, Clint Frazier, so for the context, if you go watch the video Jake tweeted out where he said, tweet like Clint, and and Clint said, God, no, you might get in trouble. Yeah. It's right after he got his talking to for being late. Yeah. For being, for being late. <laughs> it's and either great timing or terrible <laughs> For timing. being late and showing up with the wrong shoes. So he just got a, a bit of a talking to. And you're like, should we like Clint? And he's like, nah, man, they hate me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We're friends. Amigos. Amigos. Let's go to the voicemails and see what's, uh, what's happening there. Sound good? I haven't. It does sound good. I have, we haven't seen too much of the pitchers, huh? Do we need to hunt them out at all? They do their own stuff. It feels yeah. Like. I don't know what they do. I haven't proofed any of these, so Patreons might listen yeah. to something that gets cut. You might hear a bad word. Hey, this is Eli from uh, Upstate. Um, Calling my reaction to the uh, Manny Machado signing. To be honest, I, uh, I think it's pretty lame. I don't think that the Padres are really going to even be relevant. Uh, this year or next year or maybe in a few years later because they're competing with the Dodgers, the Rockies, and the uh, Diamondbacks in their own division. So that's going to be tough. Um, but looking into the future, I'm wondering maybe uh, if he signed with them for the most money and maybe thinks he's going to get traded to a big market team in a few years, a la uh, A-Rod, you know. Um, maybe the Padres will start to realize they spent too much money and might want to dish them off like tech, uh, like the Rangers did. I don't know, but um, maybe we'll see, uh, maybe we'll see Bryce Harper get an even bigger one, but I uh, just want to hear what you guys think. Thanks guys. All right. Thanks Eli. I'm going to say this. I, I can't fault a guy for taking the most money. It's his payday. He's earned it. Take it. Also, if he, with how much, shit there's been talking about how baseball's in a bad spot they're not paying the players if manny didn't take the highest offer then the owners would be like see well there's some rumors about that too the white Sox are saying they they threw out an offer that could have been up to 325 million but i think their base was eight years and i don't think it got there the white Sox. have you seen any of the white Sox stuff mm-hmm. no i guess you you were uh you were flown around uh, the GM of the White Sox came out with a quote that was like, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I don't really get it. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> like, hey, what? Uh, and uh, and then the... Uh, if you're going White Sox or Padres, uh, I'll just go to the Padres because it's nice there and, yeah, and we're going to be irrelevant anyway. That's the other thing. People... Uh, people get. A, I was thinking about this because we're we're totally gonna watch the Carolina Duke game tonight with the players. Mm-hmm. I don't. They're not sure. If, we're not sure if they know that. We're yet. We're just gonna go we're to every bar, walk in, look around. No, okay. Just, yeah, head turns. Must okay. be the next one. And dude, I was thinking of like the Yankees. We would hang out with like who would be the guys our age. There's not a ton in that gap. It's like Voight, Hicks. Yeah, Judge. I mean, Judge is even younger than us. He's 28. You're 29. We're turning. Th- you're thirty. You're. I, I didn't you're, say. It. Starts with a three, man. That's scary. I didn't say my. He age. doesn't want to hang out with yeah. you. I understand. You're good friends. Um. He called me big dog, and I was like, I'm. There's nothing wrong with being 26, getting 300 million dollars, and living in San Diego. Scott Van Pelt had a really good tweet. He goes, <laughs> he said. You know, every time I land on a plane in San Diego, I go, "Why don't I live here?" Oh, I <laughs> so hate. it's yeah. it's it's a nice area for some people. Sounds like Jim or Fredette's not into it. No, thank no way. Um, I like changing of the season, but, and theirs is my least favorite season nonstop. 
300 mil, 75 and sunny. Good for Manny. They've got some young talent. Um, and I, I thought another interesting tweet before and my final thoughts on it. Um, I saw someone say that they're paying Manny two years to hang around until um, they're paying Manny two years to hang around until the Padres get good. So they're paying him the two years at the end of his career when he might not be that good. And I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, that is nice. I think this is good for the baseball money-wise, but bad for baseball marketing-wise. Next. Hey, this is for Talking Yanks. This is Nick from Nebraska. Just, uh... Judges 26. Does it make me a bad Yankees fan if I just have... I just... I I can't like... I, I just can't get myself to like Clint Frazier. Shit. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the way he carries himself on social media because he sounds like a friggin' idiot. <laughs> but I just... I mean, I know... He does great things with the bat, but he doesn't do very good things in the outfield. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Love the show, guys. Peace. I, I think, or oh, I don't want to do this too much, but I, I think my final thing is if Clint never had social media, I wouldn't dislike him that much at all. I think he's very bad at presenting himself. And I think if I was with him while he was tweeting and heard the voice that he's trying to say it in, it would be very different than the voice it's read in by the masses. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I I think we... It doesn't translate well. Coley Harvey, who covers them for ESPN, I I think when we first talked to him about Clint, he's like, yeah, Clint's a cool guy, right? And we were like, it's not the full image we're getting, but I I think there's a side of him we don't fully know yet, and I, I think he's still young. I think he's still coming of age, and I think... A lot of the stuff he does, we wouldn't care if he is a 30 home run hitter. We just haven't seen him do that. <laughs> we'd, yeah. if, like, if Clint Frazier did this shoe thing today, but he hits 30 home runs, we'd be sitting here like, ah, <laughs> Clint, come on, dude, what are you doing? But ah, I don't really care. Yeah. Now we're saying, like, dude, get it together. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, my name is Greg Floyd. I'm calling from uh, the CBS affiliate team. <laughs> that's uh, that's the guy he wants to know where the yeah. viral Machado kid's Weird. Ho- hometown is. We, we saw the viral Machado kid. We probably should have mentioned that before. We did some stuff with him. If you if you guys follow us, and listen, if you awkward, not awkward. No, I want to say this: if that kid, if you're if you're one of the people out there, like. Oh, I'm sick of this kid. Does that kid know of any Red Sox? Tell him about Wade Boggs. Tell him about Ellsbury. Tell him, well, not Ellsbury. Tell him about Damon. He's a kid. He's a kid. Let's treat kids like kids. He's a kid. His name's Jake. His name's, his name's Jake, and he's a little kid that knows baseball oddly well. And he could talk about it fluently and passionately. Who cares if you agree with him or not? Treat kids yeah, like kids. That's, w- that's my final thing. It, yeah, you didn't. You, we didn't have to set him up at all. Like we we were giving him the like, who's your favorite player? And he's like, ah, Judge Stan. And then we said, what, what was the one he impressed us with? Or we asked him about Harper stuff, and he's like, yeah, you know, it'd kind of be good to have Harper, but we don't need him. He and said something he, like the outfield's crowded, oh, something like that. And yeah. we were like, well, but, but anyway. Here's the thing. Jake and I were both a little Give timid. Ten minutes. We were a little timid to tweet out our video with him. Right. Because I was worried people were going to be assholes in the replies. And I don't know if they have been or not. I haven't checked. But treat kids like kids. And that kid had a fun time. Next. Hey, this is Scott It's Nick from Nebraska. Guys, I have never been... I've never paid any attention to spring training because it's... I don't know. I've just never been into it. But... Uh, Never been more into it now. You guys are down there rocking it. Uh, I want to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> Probably not this year, but I'm going to go. Uh, sounds like a blast. Can't wait. All right. And that go was next. Nick calling back again. Doesn't like Clint, but loves the spring training now. Go. Go to spring training. I had never been since up to last year. And yeah. I also, I tuned in for games, not every game, it was every, like maybe like the first three. And then I was like, okay, this is boring. I yeah. need the regular season. It's a really cool time. If you, if you follow the team passionately, you, there's no way you don't enjoy it. And it, if you do it right, you can do it relatively cheap and have a good time. If you do it wrong, you can spend a lot of money. And I think yeah. we did it wrong last year and we spent a lot of money and we are doing it much better this year. So uh, before you go, 
Ask us, or we can give you the tips we have. Yeah, you got a family? There's a couple nice beaches you could go for a couple days. Not bad. What's up, boys? It is Orlando Sam calling you from. Actually, I'm calling from Hell's Kitchen right now. Um, calling for talking Yanks. Just wondering if you think Sebi or Paxton will have more wins, have a better year, all that sort of stuff. Just curious on your takes. Love you guys. Jake sucks. Nice. Uh, Sevy or Paxton, more wins. I'm going Sevy. I think he's going to have a good season. I think he's going to have a return to form for the full duration. And Paxton, sure, good year. But uh, I think Sevy's going to have a better year than Paxton. Yeah, I think it's like 90%. You have to think Sevy's going to have the better of the year. But that other 10%, I feel like we're going to know in April <laughs> if if Paxton is going to put up a fight or have the bigger year. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, Todd calling from North Carolina, calling for Talking Yanks. Just wanted to get some tips on spring training, what to see, where to go, what to do, um, what uh, if you can see batting practice or if there's any other things that you can watch when you're there, kind of at the Yankee Complex. Uh, hope you guys are having a good time. Looks like Jake's drunk already. Have a good day. People think uh, you dance when you're drunk and don't realize you just dance. I'm a dancer. <laughs> I'm a, there's a, It's one of those things I, I kind of came to grip with because I used to be like, you know, if we were college guys going out, I'd dance. And like you'd dance to kind of talk to girls and, uh, I, you know, it's whatever. And I, I still like to dance. But then you, I kind of got out of that phase. Like you don't go to those bars anymore where there's like a dance floor. Um, you're Billy Elliot. But, Do the fucking ballet. But then I kind of crossed the point where uh, you did a ballet in college. <laughs> you kind of—I've told you this, and this is this is kind of heavy. But one of the things I struggle with is finding things like I—I'm totally passionate about. Like if you just gave me a bunch of different drinks, I'd be like, okay, that was a drink. Like you could—it's kind of like the office scene where they give Creed the potato and see if he knows it's an apple. Like I could do stuff like that. Um, so like, there's some things that I I like and. <laughs> Dancing down there, so. Right, but you're not, um, not drunk. Anyway. Not drunk yet. Tips for spring training. We already said I think going for the workout days is a must. It's free. Uh, like we didn't even spend money on concessions. Maybe I got a beer and a water. Enter through the gift shop. Ooh, that's a, this is our biggest secret. This is a. Talk I don't. I don't Yanks. even want to tell like a lot of people this. I. We have to do this for our talking links. Talking Yanks faithful. They've, if they've been with us up until this point, or they're joining us. As of this point, all right. I'll, this I'll, is big. I'll explain it quickly. The gate, the doors open at eleven o'clock. There's a huge line that forms outside the main entrances, and at eleven o'clock, they start letting you through security, single file. So it takes a while, and you have to stand in a line. Nothing worse than that. It to get into the the gift shop opens at ten o'clock. You go th- and, and our friend Sean Corby taught us this. So shout out to Sean Corby. You go through the security before you even enter the gift shop. So you're through security early. Instead of waiting in a line, you get to stand in an air-conditioned room and browse some cool Yankees stuff. Like, I want to buy everything in there, but it's so expensive I would never buy anything. Some guy kept accidentally dropping Talking Talking Yanks business business cards all over the gift shop. We were trying to catch him. He's quick. If you are going to... He's a good dancer. If you're going to spring training in the future, in the next couple weeks, and you want to... What's... uh, What's it called? Like a program? Um, ah, there's a term for it. I'll send you business cards and you can throw them around the stadium. But there's okay. a name for that. Guerrilla marketing? What are you talking about? Mm, nah. It starts with a V, I think. Viceroy. Business. Like business. Business with a V. Hey, yeah, we'll send you business cards. You throw them around the stadium for us. Thanks. Go Enter through the gift shop. Once the door opens at 11, you don't have to go through security because you've already been through security. So you just go to the stadium and literally there's 200 people in a single file line to go through security. Enter through the gift shop. That's my biggest advice. Okay? Yeah. Also, if you're at like a grocery store and there's long lines to get checkout, go to the pharmacy and they'll ring you up. Yep. There's another, or the deli. Another life tip. Bingo. Next, Kala. What's up, guys? Max Manis from NYC calling in again. Loving all the videos. I love the ones with uh, Judge and Quint that you guys posted. Those are hilarious. So I was a little taken aback by Boone's statement today that we could see Tulo sit two games a week in the few first few weeks of the season because that to me sounds like he's basically going to be the starting shortstop, which I know 
John Boy's against him, too. I'm personally of the idea that the middle infield should be Glaber shortstop, DJ second. But I was thinking, this might be a little hard to follow. If Tulo starts every day, essentially, at shortstop, what if we did Glaber at second with LeMayhew at first and then Boyd DHing? So Stanton would be the everyday left fielder, which would put Clinton Guardi out of the spot. So probably Clint starts the year in AAA. But I think that if Tulo is going to work his way into the lineup and you want DJ to be an everyday player, unless Voight really struggles, I think that's the only real way that you could do it. Let me know what you guys think. Looking forward to listening. Thanks. It's an interesting, interesting situation with the infielders. And Boone said Tulo's going to play probably two of every three games, probably sit twice a week. And that's a smart strategy if they're trying to keep Tulo healthy. You have to to be very cautious and baby gloves if they want him to be the starting shortstop and if he's hitting. If um, the rotation that Boone said, the way I understood it, he said basically Glaber, Tulo, and DJ would be rotating shortstop, second base, and bench with Glaber never sitting on the bench. So when Tulo's out there, it's Tulo at short, Glaber at second. When Tulo's not out there. It's Glaber at short, DJ at second. It could also be Glaber at second, Tulo at short. So when Tulo is out there, Voight can get a day off and DJ can play first. Or Anduar can get a day off and go DH and DJ can play third. So there's a way for it all to work out. But everyone, like every player would be sitting. So at least once a week, every player would be sitting. But everyone... Besides, like Glaber, but Anduhar and or Anduhar would go DH one game. There is a carnival ride where you can make this all work, right? Where you have DJ playing third, second, and first. Tulo's playing short, but he's not playing two games a week. Where DJ goes to second, Glaber goes to short, and then the times when Tulo is out there. Say so. There's two games when Tulo is out there. One of those times, DJ's on the bench. One of those times, Voigt's on the bench, and he's playing first. I don't know if that's how they're going to do it. I think it's crazy to have that much movement. It's nuts. Just put DJ at sh- at second and put Glaber at short, and uh, let Tulo earn his way yeah. into a starting job since he hasn't played in a year. But a lot you you mentioned a lot of moving parts there. Which was which was great, Jim. I liked what you said. Um, and there's another part of that call that we you didn't even address. <laughs> saying that in a rude way. Sorry, man. You did you did really good. I don't think uh, Stan's going to be in Stan in left field. field. I I think we're going to see some left field Stan. We saw him for what forty games last year. I in think left it's going to be around that. I don't think he's going to be an everyday left field. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think they're going to want to use him at the stadium at left field at all. I think you know Red Sox games. I think you're going to see him on on the road trips. That Yankees left stadium left field is huge. Um, and you can do some death lineup things there. We've talked about that. Stanton in left. You can move Andujar to DH then. Um, the first base stuff and the infield stuff, you laid it all out there. Does Greg Bird get involved? That could be another wrinkle in this whole thing. They, they said some nice quotes about him today. He still has a big picture of himself outside the stadium, if you believe in that kind of thing. It was there from last year. We think they cheaped out. We also I mean, there's him. also Ellsbury and Tyler Austin. Yeah, we saw there. Tyler Austin inside the stadium. Um, so I, I don't know. I think you're going to see – I think you're personally – I think you're going to see Glaber and Tulo split shortstop to start the year, and if Glaber can pick it defensively and Tulo's not hitting, you're going to see a lot more Glaber. If Tulo's playing well, uh, that's when the shuffle really starts to pick up. Um, do you get some LeMayhew at first? Do you get some um, Andujar at DH with Stan in left field? You're, they're going to play with it a lot in April until they see who's playing well, who's hurt, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Next caller. G'day, guys. Charles from Moz here. Just calling to uh, throw a bit of a question for Talking Yanks. Just wondering if you guys think the uh, Yankees would benefit having a bit more experience on the bench from the bench coach. Like, Josh Barr is obviously a good friend of Boone, but I'm not sure if he's given the insight that, like, from, like, a Tony Payne or, like, a Don Zimmer gave to their uh, respective managers. So just want to get you a call on that. Love the show. Catch you later. Bye. What's up? You're in the chat right now, too. Uh, Josh Bard does a lot around spring training. He's the guy that was talking to Clint. He looks like Gardner. He's pretty active. I've always had the stance that we have no idea 
what hitting coach. We have no idea what hitting coach, pitching coach, bench coach, like defensive coach, like what they do, yeah. what they don't do. I I I know I've seen quotes about Bard. Right. Swimmingly like nice quotes about something specific, either a personality trait or something that I can't think of right now. Okay. So someone send them to me. I know that we, I've seen some. I might just Google it right now. Okay. But um, I'm kind of out on coaches. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can BS a little bit if you want to hunt that down if you can. Um, we, we've seen a lot of the coaches. We, we haven't seen a lot of the pitching. We haven't seen everyone's favorite Larry and a lot of the pitchers around. Um, what we have seen, uh, we've seen Marcus Timms around a lot with a lot of the hitting stuff, and we saw him floating around the outfield a little bit. Um, just bumping around, saying hi. Um, Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin is the alpha male of all alpha males. We've seen him throw BP. I think every time someone took him yard, I saw him throw the next pitch inside on the guy. Phil Nevin was backing guys up in batting practice. I can confirm, um, which was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, Nevin was doing a lot of the fungo bat stuff uh, for the outfielder drills. So it is pretty unique to see the different roles these guys kind of have. Um, and I, I don't know exactly how it ties in or what is, is it a hierarchy on everything or is it their specific topics and you've got this, you've got this, you've got this. Um, but, uh, yeah, Bard, Bard's been doing a lot. Booney's been kind of having a blast. He took Booney's his glove to getting, second at one point. Booney's been getting loose. We saw him bop around the infield. I know, and I know people are kind of getting mad about that, but don't. It's the first couple days of spring training, and he's he's been locked in. And I I will say the other thing, which is total manager move. Like he was when Stanton, Gary, and Judge were taking BP, he wasn't tuned in. He was talking to the guys on the sideline because he doesn't have to. He knows what those guys can do. When we saw him wander out to the infield. Um, it was kind of some of the more fringy guys. It was Clint. Um, it was Higgy. So he was watching them take BP from second base, and he was pretty tuned in. So, yeah, I guess I guess everyone's kind of got their, their own responsibilities going on, and they, they kind of go their own separate way a little bit. We haven't seen the coaches mingling too much. Yeah, I couldn't find anything on Bard. I can't remember it. I think it okay. might have been on R2C2, maybe. The other uh, – I missed this before, and I just have to say it because it's, it's – stings my brain what um stan taking bp like judge is judge it's majestic it's easy smooth it's, it's incredible like smooth like butter stanton doesn't even look like he's swinging and the ball just goes it's insane it's insane you laughed at one point like yes, a little chuckle I, I let me do an impression let me do an impression you you make a hit hit the ball noise yeah. That was what Jake did after he hit it. I was shocked. It it looked like it was going to be a grounder to second base, and he probably hit the ball 430. Um, so I'm I'm really interested to see if that's something I can kind of tell. Because when you saw him in the batter's box and during Yankees games, you know, he's got the inverted stance and he's doing the tap. It looks like he swings pretty hard. Man, he was not swinging hard, and he was hitting the ball like a country easy, mile, easy, say a country mile, easy 400. It was 427 feet. Is that measured a, it after? Uh, okay. Good measurement by you. I think that's all we got. There's no real updates, but a little insight on spring training and how it's going. So thank you for the people that are watching live and I've uh, chats been bumping. We're, we're going to talk to them a little bit afterwards because they've been killing it again. That's the, that's the Patreon people get in there, folks. It's fun. And, uh, when, what's today? Next, next episode on Monday, We'll have game to talk about. Yeah. That will be exciting. Big game. Big Red game. Red Sox game. Yeah. All right. If you guys... Hey, we want to do fun stuff. We're going to the Red Sox game. We're bringing the camera and the mics. We want to have fun with the Red Sox fans. I don't. I'm on record as I, I think they're going to be so dreadfully annoying that I'm not going to be able to right. I'm not going to be able to entertain them. There there's probably going to be some malice. I'm I'm hoping we get some respect. If there's something you guys think might be fun that we could do that's our wheelhouse, we've got a couple ideas. Um nothing flying off the board. So so tweet at us that. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. And we will be back later. In the meantime, keep listening to our PPPs. I think I don't know who the upcoming schedule is, but um, 
and Patreons. Look out for some of the vlog content and behind-the-scenes stuff and some other fun stuff we're doing. Really appreciate you. Everyone get excited for Talking Yanks. Oh, actually, one last note. Yesterday, or actually Tuesday, was our most downloaded day in the history of the podcast, and it was Tanaka's PPP. So I don't think it was the Tanaka episode that think. I think that there's some excitement for spring training and people are tuning back in. And maybe people are telling their friends and family to start getting excited, and we really appreciate it. It's awesome. Uh, so thank you very much. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.